This episode of Weed and Grub is brought to you by Skunk Feather. Skunk Feather has been using sustainable cultivation methods, science, and innovation to create potent, flavorful flower and extracts since 2005. You know what I always think of when I hear Skunk Feather? What? You know in Looney Tunes when... Uh, like bugs smells a pie on the windowsill mm-hmm. and then floats over to the windowsill oh, nose first. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I always, when I hear skunk feather, I always like picture myself floating over to this delicious smelling flower nose first. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like your toes, just like an inch off the ground. Yeah, yeah exactly. So nice. Right over to it. Cause it, it smells amazing. Mm-hmm. And I just like the name skunk feather. And I immediately think of like that cartoon existence. I wish I had. Uh, well, skunk feather products are preciously crafted to ensure maximum retention of terpenes and flavor. Okay. And their 2020 line- lineup of products pays homage to their home County of Santa Cruz, California with names like, Pleasure Point, Cement Ship, Boardwalk, and Banana Slug. That's fire. Especially because anybody who reps their hometown isn't proud of it. Mm-hmm. That's that's who I want to be around. As somebody from St. Louis who loves being from St. Louis, go Blues. Yeah. I like people who are proud of where they're from. I'm here in the Pacific Northwest right now, and I freaking love banana slugs. So it's so fun to fire up a banana slug pre-roll and be like, I'm out in nature. I'm here with the banana slugs, puffing on some banana slug. It's like, <laughs> wink. <laughs> Uh, Skunk Feather artfully creates some of the finest crumbles, sugars, shatters, and distilled oils in the world. Truth, truth, truth. Go to skunkfeather.com to learn more and follow them on Instagram at skunk underscore feather. Done. (laughs) Skunk Feather, providing you the most enjoyment possible. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub. Have you ever wrong emojied someone? What do you mean? Like sent the wrong emoji? Oh, many times. Yeah? Yeah, like I'll send a shrimp instead of a thumbs up and... (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah. I've sent accidental shrimp on quite a few occasions. Because it's in your most recent? Oh, I use it for a lot, but yeah. when it, but yeah, I, I sometimes I don't always mean shrimp. My, I think my best one was when I meant to send uh, Beth, our friend Beth, uh, uh, like a, a smiley face maybe. And instead I sent the eye roll, but it was like, <laughs> love you. See you soon. Eye roll. And yeah. she was like, whoa. And I was like, whoops. Sorry about that. So damn and then i sent to one of my whatsapp groups with this the that path group that i was was like professional networking text message thread yeah and i sent um the juice emoji the like wet the the, jizz the like jizz emoji yeah when i totally meant to send a thumbs up (laughs) (laughs) wait show me your most recent emojis and i'll show you mine oh that's a good one okay hang on a second okay um here we go all right ready yeah, let's see how many we have similars. Okay. Let me see yours. I got a lot of hearts. Oh, yours is all... And like burgers and pizzas I'll and fries. I'll read yours and you read mine. Okay. Okay, so yours is all hearts, a pizza, a burger, a mushroom. It's so many hearts. It's every heart emoji. <laughs> it's all the colors. It's all the colors of the heart <laughs> and one eye roll and coffee. Yeah. Okay, that's okay. nice and safe. Like, I, I understand sarcasm could be an accidental send when you went to send one of these hearts yeah yeah what's mine you've got um a shark and a whale and a pig and a brain and an eggplant and the dna symbol a shrimp a gold medal a trophy (laughs) 
the recycling emoji, a check mark, and the jizz, <laughs> and a crown. <laughs> wow. Man. That's a good read of someone. It is. Like, you know how I was doing the Instagram Explore page read for people for a minute? Yeah. I like this better. And it, yeah, it's a deep into the twisted mind yeah. of an individual. Man, I'm fucking basic. It, it's going to come up on like a Law & Order Ice-T is going to be like, let me see your recents and <laughs> check them out with the interrogation. This is a twisted man we got right here. You do a good Ice-T. <laughs> Only person worth following on Twitter. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Just him. He's great. Yeah. This man's emoji game is out of hand. <laughs> he did it. Book him. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I like it. that so much. <laughs> what up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? Good, 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 good. How are you doing? I am doing well, thank you. Word. Yeah. Word. Word. Welcome uh, to Weed and Grub, everybody. W- welcome to Weed and Grub. This is a podcast about cannabis, comedy, cooking, culture, calling shit out, hey. working from home. <laughs> You've been doing that. I actually, I only mention it because I had my very first day today where I left and went elsewhere. To work. Yeah. Did you wear a mask? I did. How was it? It was great. Cool. It was a big empty open space that was um, only occupied by one other person. And then at the very end of the day, another person came in with their dog. And then everyone left me with the dog for half an hour. And that was a weird half hour. It's a it's a working space where you you pay money to go get shit done. Mm-hmm. Then no babies, no dogs allowed. I don't mind dogs being in the space, but if you come into the space with your dog and then you leave your dog, a in dog the can't space, read a sign. A dog doesn't know when you leave that you're not coming back. Oh, or that they you left. are coming back. They left the dog. No, yeah, they left the dog. Yeah, fuck that. You're not a. Wait, did <laughs> you just really pay weird. money to be a dog sitter for a half hour? I mean, fuck you. I love dogs, and it was a nice dog, so it was okay. But there was just a weird half hour where I was like, "What's go?" That's so strange. Like, I would never walk into a space with Archie and then leave Archie in that space with the stranger and just disappear. If you were browsing cars and I worked at a car dealership and you just handed me your baby to hold while you looked at Toyotas, I'd throw that baby in the trash. Like, that is not my job. It's... (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. That fucking, man, Port Townsend is weird. It is a weird town. Yeah. That's the kind of thing that happens here. You know, the other thing that happened here made me really think of you the other day. Uh, I was in an open air area downtown getting a coffee, safely distanced outside waiting for my coffee. And there was a guy playing the saxophone. (laughs) (laughs) And that's another twisted mind. Oh, man. It made me think of your um, farmer's market joke. Yeah. It only takes one guitar player to ruin a farmer's market. Yeah. Fucking truth. <laughs> truth. It only takes one guy who just learned how to play the saxophone <laughs> to ruin your experience of getting coffee. <laughs> because, holy fuck. And he had sheet music and everything. But it wasn't good. He didn't know how to play. Bonk. Like, Bonk. I played Bonk. E-flat saxophone for like a year in grade seven. Cool. I was pretty good cool. at, like, compared to this guy. And you only had like a seventh grade tutelage. Yeah. Wow. And he goes... He was just like, yeah, it would just, yeah. That is very funny. I, I like the idea of a, how about a you, a, a sketch where a breakdancer is killing it with the hat mm-hmm. and crushing it and bills are piling up and then you throw a hat down and just start 
learning to break dance right next to him. Oh, well, <laughs> I think that would be very funny. We just uh, Tom Cruise, like as a break dancer, trying to upstage that awesome break dancer in the firm. You know, when the kid. That was the only part of the firm that didn't hold up. Was yeah. when Tom Cruise was like, "I'm gonna outshine this black child." Yeah. In front of all my friends. And like, not put any money in his fucking tip jar. Not one. It was so rude. I was like, "What's up, Tom Cruise? You don't need to." always steal the shine if you haven't seen 1986s or 1993 or whatever it is yeah. uh the firm mm-hmm. there's a part where he's trying to impress his wife and the new people he's talking with and a little black child is doing backflips in yeah. the main drag of restaurants and bars in their new memphis place and tom cruise is like Haha, watch this little one <laughs> and then shows him up and then walks away yeah fucking fuck you what a nightmare that's how he is, though. Yeah, I think I think that was like a that was before everyone knew what a nightmare he was. It was like before he fired his uh, PR flack and started jumping on couches and just being publicly insane. But clearly, he was like, "Oh, this is a good idea." Yeah, talking yeah. to Tom Cruise is probably goes like this. Oh, Tom, I was just reading The Outsider by Stephen King. Oh, yeah, I read that. I got a uh, I got a copy before anyone else got a copy, and I actually read it in one night and memorized most of it. And then I tried to get the rights to it, but somebody else got the rights, so Jason Bateman did it. But I told Jason Bateman he should do it. So, yeah, I've read that, too. <laughs> and you're like, Gah! Dude, let someone else have anything. 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 He is. He's a vacuum of energy. Yeah, I'm guessing. I'm guessing he might be. I know he is. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I mean... It doesn't seem like... I bet he has like... Uh, he's a part of Awesome Sex Cults, does a bunch of drugs that I've never heard of that are See, designer barcodes. I don't barcodes. think he has sex or drugs. You don't think so? No. You I think, think it steals his essence? Yeah, I think he lives like a weird pristine life where he is like just completely trying to escape his human shell at all times by purifying himself through weird rituals that we can't know about. I bet you're right. You know what I mean? I bet he is like... Yeah, which I also admire. I think that's the type of... <laughs> I love that. I th- that to me is more self-actualized than whatever I think self-actualization is. I... The idea of escaping this mortal coil mm-hmm. and being a part of secrets, hum- humanity's secrets that I I can't even wrap my head around. I can't even think about because I, I'm not at that level. I admire that. I do. I, I tell you, I admire the discipline that it takes to get to that fucking place because I can't even meditate. Like I can't even spend three minutes sitting quietly with... My eyes closed, just breathing. I have mm-hmm. a hard time doing that. So yeah. not with Candy Crush on your phone. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to take tech breaks. I'm trying to. Right now, I'm I'm no screens at night. Oh, yeah. that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am mean, hmm. listening to a book and doing needlepoint. What? Yep. Really? Yep. Man, you are retired in this Port Washington, <laughs> Port Ta- Port Townsend. We're in Washington right now. If you're just listening and this is your first step, we're we're uh, we're in Washington for the next two months. We retired. And everyone here is sixty or above. Happy hour starts at four o'clock. Bed is by nine, and it's uh, it's a retirement community. It's chill. Yeah, it's very chill. I'm not saying that is a bad thing. I'm just saying that like people live very full rich lives yes and a part of that is Early. getting a good night's rest <laughs> yes <laughs> that's a huge part of it yeah and i don't know like i think the well you know it's because i have to listen to like a ton of um recorded interviews that i did recently and i couldn't have my eyes looking at anything while i was doing that but i needed something to occupy my hands so i picked up a little embroidery project but that said it's a great hobby it's a healthy hobby yeah it is and like you know like a little a few drops of tincture to kind of put you in the zone mm. and then just you know which one restore or revive I'm doing the restore. Cool. The revive is sativa. Yeah. And so that's like a good morning. The Levita Verde. Jam. Yeah. But the restore is a one to one CBD to THC, and it's just like yeah, kind of puts you right in the pocket. 
you know? Exactly. And then you like turn into a little burrito at night. <laughs> <laughs> and the, well, the relax too is the indica one that um, can really kind of help you sleep. Tonight's the first night I'm going to try that because as you know, I've been awake until seven in the morning yeah. and then sleeping from like seven to noon. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's, it's just not, my brain is breaking. I'm yeah. I'm like disassociating and being broken brained right now. So I'm really hoping that the Levita is going to help me get on a schedule that allows me to mend myself. Yeah. Well, things have been really kind of weird and interesting for you this week since we I last think chatted here. I think a spell has been put on me. I think I have been cursed and spelled. <laughs> Can we talk about it a little? I need to because okay. I'm worried if I don't, I, I think I got thinnered. Okay. Is really what it comes down to. As in the Stephen King yeah. classic? I think I think a witch brushed my cheek and whispered an incantation, and I haven't been right ever since. Oh, that was me. Sorry. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it was just me on the way to the fucking kitchen the other night. Like, I brushed by you and said something accidentally, but it turned into a spell. Whoops. <laughs> There is sleep again. Oh, I didn't mean that. What? No. What? No, but it's true because there is a bucket of moon water in the bathtub right now. I went to go wash my face and I was like, what is this bucket? And then I was like, full moon water. So you are witching it. Bathed in it this morning. You did? And I'm having a great day. Ah, I'm not. You could bathe in some of that moon water. That's why I left it there. Maybe I will to reverse the spell because since last episode, which was amazing, we saw gray whales and it was one of the top moments of my life. The next day, I went for a big nature walk listening to some podcasts and I was attacked by a fucking owl out of nowhere. It hit me so hard in the side of my head that my AirPods flew out and I got dizzy. Like it nailed me. Yeah, it was it was a big owl. And and you got footage of it then sitting on a post, like, observing you yeah. with its owl eyes. Yeah. And so to unpack it a little bit, uh-huh. not only did it hit me so hard that, like, like I cartoonishly exploded. <laughs> you texted me, and I was, like, hanging out with some friends, and I got the text, and I started laughing, and they were like, what's up? And I had to read it out loud because you were like, just got hit in the head by an owl. I'm totally fine. <laughs> But it knocked my AirPods out. It was like, whoa. Yeah, the side of my head. Crazy. I was wearing a hat, which I think actually saved me from its talons digging into my scalp. Um, um, I lost my train of thought. Um, Sorry, I interrupted. Just getting whacked in the fucking head by an owl. Oh, AirPods. I, it, yeah. It, uh, so it's there. I didn't know how silent they were. And that's the really crazy thing because I was walking through the woods and something nailed me. I'm getting. Jesus Christ, my hair is standing up about it. Um, That's really wild. My whole skin is tingling. And it was just so silent. So I thought it was like a tree branch or something that hit me. But it hit me so squarely and and specifically that I didn't see a tree branch anywhere. And my eyes were kind of swimming in my head. And so I didn't know what it was. And then when I looked up and saw the owl, which to put into like a size perspective for everybody listening, um, what is this? A cat? The size of a cat. The size of a baby. A baby cat. (laughs) (laughs) or a cat baby i don't know (laughs) i can't think of anything else at that size okay a large watermelon that's it okay yeah a cat baby or a large watermelon (laughs) fucking great you're a writer (laughs) you write for a living i'm not good with size which is weird because i'm very good at parking don't make any parking jokes (laughs) anyway yeah so cat baby watermelon sized owl Mm -hmm. bird man guys who you and guys who hook up his dick was it was the, um, it was like half, it was like three quarters of a Subway sandwich. Yeah. Not the foot long. Yeah. A little bigger than the, the half. 
I don't even know where to go with that. <laughs> it was like six and a half ice pops around. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was like two iPhones stacked together with a pickle. <laughs> so big, small, I can't. Oddly square. <laughs> it was like three tuna cans, but one of them was open. <laughs> I don't oh, no. know. Nobody wants to have sex with that. I still can't get a gauge if it was good or bad. Um, so anyway, so it was huge. It was a watermelon cat baby, and it was silent. Yeah. And the really crazy thing about it was I learned that, oh, am I too hot? I think it might be me. It's okay. We're good. Good to go? Yep. Okay. Okay. Is that it's um, apparently that's how it goes. Like owls attack humans. Mm-hmm. And um, I learned that if you're wearing a ponytail and hiking, that bobby po- the bob of the ponytail mm-hmm. can be misconstrued for a rodent and an owl will just sink its talons into your scalp. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah, that flappy baby yeah. just wants to take it and eat it and then spit out its bones. Exactly. That's what they do. It's fucking real. Yeah. And so, excuse me. Um, Uh-oh. Now this is looking weird. Hang on. I shouldn't have adjusted the hello, hello. All right. I'm not going to mess with those. Cool. Okay. And then, um, so some people think that it was a, my big, my beard is so big and bushy right now that it could have thought my beard was an animal. Yeah. Um, or I could have been close to its nest mm-hmm. or I think, I think I'm cursed. I think there's a big curse on me right now in Port Townsend and, um, they're trying to banish me. That's mm. my thinking. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's get into that a little more. Because, okay. So the owl happened. Yeah. When I saw you after that happened, you were like, I think it was telling me to get out of here. And I was like, well, let me reinterpret that for you. Because I think what happened was the owl hit you and your AirPods popped out. And that was a bit of a sign to say like, hey, look around, listen to the sound of the natural world. Don't listen to a podcast that's happening in a faraway place with people you don't know, but like be here with your thoughts in the moment. I like that. That's that's my interpretation of that moment and what that owl could mean as okay. opposed to like a hostile act of like, fuck you, Murder. dude. Yeah. 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 That's my interpretation. I like your interpretation more. Okay. I think it's a, just a better outlook on life. I <laughs> don't know that it would occur to me as the proper one, but it's not that it's not that I think you're wrong. It's that that kind of thinking wouldn't occur to me. So it's nice to hear an alternative to my style of thought. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Um, But I will also say Mm. that I learned about the staircase and the murder that could be owl related. And that is a fascinating story. Yes. Yeah. That was the first, one of the first episodes of my favorite murder. Was where they, um, they, they told the story of that staircase murder, which is, a woman who was, I think ultimately her husband was found guilty of her murder, but one of his defenses was that because she was found at the bottom of a staircase with these head wounds, and he tried to use the, an owl did it <laughs> defense. Which, when I posted on Twitter, Samantha Ronson mm-hmm. sent the Vulture article about that very thing, and a lot of the police department said, yes, we kind of missed the mark and it very well could have been an owl as an afterthought because there were That's... feathers and holes and it it synced up a little bit more than expected at first can i just say how fucking crazy it is that samantha ronson dm'd you like about an owl attack oh i think we would get along so well like That's... we follow each other i think so cool. we'd get along yeah. i fucking love that so much <laughs> that's so fucking cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah wow yeah. okay so owl attack and and then 
I double think I'm cursed because we went on a night walk, one of our little fog walks, as yes. Ned Flanders would say, <laughs> and came back home to a fucking wishbone on the doorstep at 10 o'clock under an almost full moon. Yeah. Am I not welcome here? That was a little strange, I have to say, because it was placed on the doorstep. I mean, we, it wasn't like we by a person left and then a wishbone fell from the sky onto the doorstep. It was like a... <laughs> A bare, naked wishbone specifically positioned on the doormat. And not like a cat. I've been around cats that bring you gifts where yeah. they're like, check out my dead bird. This is for you. Sure. No, this was a human being went on the doorstep. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a, a human wishbone. A human wishbone. <laughs> Which is located, you know, right under the clavicle. It's the butt. Yeah. Oh. Isn't that how your butt breaks? The coccyx? Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. I think the wishbone is, it's where your butt crack is. Okay. Uh-huh. Wouldn't that be where it is? Yes. I think so. I think so. That yeah. was like where you would like grab the legs and crack them apart. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. The, the wishbone is where your booty is. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, <laughs> it's just a lot, Mary Jane. It's a lot right now. We, we've seen a UFO mm-hmm. in the backyard. Yep. We've seen a whale. Mm-hmm. I've been attacked by an owl. People are leaving wishbones on our doorstep. And all of a sudden you're knitting. Like this place is... <laughs> And my hair is like eight feet long. Different. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got thinnered. I don't know how else to describe it. I think we're going to have to fix this. <clears throat> what do have, we do? I have a list of things for you. Number one, take some of that moon water that I left in that bucket in the bath. Just do a little face splash. Okay. Like I filled Archie Moo's bowl with it this morning and I bathed in it. And we're both having a great day. Cool. Um, number two, I think we should go to the beach tonight under the full moon and do a little like just breathing with the waves and like looking at the moon and kind of like breathing in Port Townsend a little bit. A little sigh and a reset and like smoke a joint on the beach. Cool. Kind of listen to the waves. Oh, no. You know what we should... Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, what? What should we do? Well, I'll, I'll bring it up in a second. I want to hear the rest of your list and then I'll uh, I'll, I'll pitch on it. Oh, and then um, I think we should come home and eat pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got cursed? Oh, word. Okay. Well, one, make a pizza. <laughs> Maybe split it with me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you know when you got cursed? That's it. What? You know when when you got fucking cursed? When? Was when you cooked that fucking pizza and you didn't save me a slice. I ate that whole Newman's Own Supreme. Yes, you did. And you came in and you were like, can I get one? And it was gone. Yeah. (gasps) That's how you got cursed. That's the truth. You ate entire fucking pizza without saving me a piece. And I was so, like, I think I was actually hurt. You were. You brought it up the next day. (laughs) You were hurt enough that t- 24 hours, it was still in in, yeah. in the air, yeah. Oh my God, that was it. So this is it. So we, yes, so moon water splash, beach, beach walk with a joint under the full moon, still fairly full tonight, return, reset with pizza, shared pizza, mm-hmm. and, you know, and then the night will be yours The to, curse is broken. To, yeah. I love that. Yep. Well, actually, you know what we should do instead of a joint? What? We should do a Da Vinci. Oh. We should bring the Da Vinci. Yes, we should. Our fabulous new Da Vinci. Yeah, I think that's the move because then um, it's like, I don't know, as somebody who loves tech mm-hmm. um, and it loves clean tech, which gives full flavor, like for me, a Da Vinci is what I would want to smoke on the beach under a full moon. That feels to me like me. Well, let's talk about it. So today's episode is brought to you by Da Vinci. Da Vinci makes vaporizers that are portable, stylish, discreet, and clean. All their components are medical grade, and your vapor stays sealed inside a glass and zirconia. Zirconia? Zirconia. 
Zircon? Zirconia vapor Zircon. pathway. <laughs> um, so it doesn't ever touch any metal or plastic, and so you just get like the perfect good stuff, all of the terpenes and the aromas. Fucking wonderful. Yeah. And they, um, their glass flavor chamber. Um, Ooh, a flavor chamber? Yeah, their glass flavor <laughs> chamber. <laughs> Wait, is, well, don't move on from flavor chamber. There's so much to play with in there. The fla- It just reminded me of flavor saver, which I always made me uncomfortable, so I wanted to move on from that. Oh. But flavor chamber is better than flavor saver. Because that's my mustache? Your mustache is a flavor saver? Yeah. Well, Da Vinci has a flavor chamber. <laughs> a glass flavor chamber. So all you get is like the aromatherapy and the like delicious sniffs of your flower or oil. Um, we are huge fans of the precise temperature control and adjustable airflow ring, and we can customize it to our preferences. And it's 10% off for our listeners. So just use the code GRUB. GRUB. Checkout. Go to DaVinciVaporizer.com and use the code GRUB. To experience purity, innovation, and control. 100%. I'm also going to say, hey, Paul, if you're listening to this episode, I know that your uh, vaporizer just broke because you DM me about it. So here you go, buddy. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So a Da Vinci under the full moon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, I do like the idea that you pretended, like you, have you ever seen the game? The with game. Michael Douglas. Oh, it's so good. It's so good, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So what if there was a version of the game that you've been playing on me where you got an owl to attack me, you had someone leave a wishbone, and the whole thing is for me to buy you <laughs> pizzas? And yeah. it's like a revenge ploy <laughs> against me. It's for you to right the wrong that you did when you baked an entire pizza and didn't save me a slice. Yeah. yeah. And so my life has been cursed this entire time. That's because a stoner of that. transgression, man. <laughs> it is a stoner That's a hundred percent not okay in any part of any world where anyone knows anything about weed and food is if you cook pizza and there's someone else in the house, you need to offer them a slice. That is one of the 10 stoner commandments. Truly. Yeah. It is. Thou shall share pie. So no wonder you're fucking cursed. (laughs) (laughs) I'll lift it tonight. Okay. (laughs) Deal. Deal, deal, deal. Oh my God. I'm so glad we figured that out. Yeah. Well, do you want to, now that we have that, do you want to celebrate some good news? Yes. And some positivity in the world? Yes. And get to some fan mail? Yeah. Let's do it all. Okay. Um, Well, we got some letters from some wonderful folks um, and we wanted to read them because, I don't know, it's just so cool to hear from people. And um, this one was really fun because uh, she shared a recipe, which we can put on our IG as well. I'm just going to read it. Okay. Hey, Mary Jane and Mike. I hope you two are staying safe and that this email finds you well. I love Weed and Grub and everything it and you two stand for. Mary Jane, I personally think of you as a kind of role model for me and the way I want to live my life. I first want to thank you guys for brightening my Mondays and Wednesdays, especially in quarantine. The pod is something I stumbled on after being fed up with a toxic podcast I was listening to. It's really helped me get a grip on what's important in life and also is just really fun and funny to listen to. I wanted to write because I remember in an old episode, you two talked about growing mushrooms and how it is legal to buy spores online, but I was pretty stoned when I listened to it. And I don't remember the name of the company Mary Jane said she used. I had no luck going back to find it. So I was wondering if you guys could help me remember the name of the spore company so that I can start my next project of the pandemic. I attached a recipe I've been liking recently. I found that recipe swaps are really keeping me going in quarantine, and I thought you two might like it as well. Um, Thank you so much for writing. That's so fucking awesome. I was talking about the Homestead Book Company, which was one of the longest-running advertisers for High Times Magazine, and they folded. Yeah. They shuttered after like 40-plus years. Um, 
they decided to be done. But there are plenty of spores out there available for legal purchase. And I think a quick Google search will bring them up. And then you can also take a course on growing your own mushrooms from Double Blind right now. You can go to doubleblindmag.com and they're offering like a Mushrooms 101 um, to grow legal mushrooms. Cool. And um, yeah, check that out. They're very cool. So just Google the word spores. Mm-hmm. And I think if you look could... up psilocybin cubensis, that should pull up. What, okay. you, what you're looking for? Yeah. Yeah. What was her recipe? Oh, and her recipe is for a butternut squash tart. And it's Fuck. so simple. It's just um, the pie dough is really simple. And then it's basically just butternut squash with onions, cheddar, Dijon, thyme, and cornmeal. Really simple. And we'll post that as well. It's that sounds amazing. great. Damn. That sounds yeah. really good. Oh, let's send her a recipe. Okay. Yeah. Let's do a recipe swap and send her like Jade dumplings or something like oh, that. Oh, heck yes. You know? Yeah, that's a fave. Okay. Okay. Cool. cool. Good fan mail. Yay. All right. I wanted to read one too. Yes. And this one is, uh, I'm going to pull it up, is from, can I say their name? Yeah. I actually, I'll plug their Instagram. At Maddie underscore Murphy, M-A-D-I underscore Murphy, M-U-R-P-H-Y. And on Twitter, it's at underscore G goddamn. Uh, also, Maddie, thank you for changing your Twitter bio to say definitely listen to the Weed and Grub podcast. That That's feels so fucking cool. So nice. Uh, here we go. I'm going to try and read this the best I can, but words are hard. You've both made my quarantine actually livable. It's so hard to put into words what this podcast has done for me. Uh, many lonely days in rural Michigan. To look forward to our usual Monday and Wednesday hang made me feel connection and fucking cared about. Mm. This duo is more fun than anyone or anything I know, including bubble wrap. <laughs> Damn, Maddie. Wow. Bubble wrap? Yeah. Okay. Hey. I love the brainstorming both of you did for the pod, and honestly, every idea I'm like, yes, in my car at 545 going to work. When I caught mention of a possible weed and grub group, give me more info, please. We're figuring that out. Yes, we are. A must in my life will someday be to give you to the barest of hugs. Also, here's a dope-ass pick of my garden we are soon harvesting. Hearing the details of your trip warms my heart endlessly, and good outdoors is where it's at. God bless, and first hit of this thick joint goes to the grand weed and grub. Cheers. Oh, and this garden is looking lush. Look at these plump babies. Ooh, fat babies. Totally gorge, gorgeous. Real talk, reading that makes my heart pretty fucking full yeah i love recording this podcast with you mm-hmm. i also love feeling like i have friends that one day i'm gonna smoke a fucking joint with oh, and yes. we are gonna just have an immediate connection which is so important to me it's the fucking everything for like <laughs> now more than ever Ooh. <laughs> oh, sorry but like no honestly i can be having a, a truly like fucking craptastic day and i can sit down to chat with you about everything we love about weed and food and like good things in the world and then hearing from people who I don't know just tune in to hang with us like it changes everything yeah I feel fucking great you know now more than ever now more than ever <laughs> sorry <laughs> in times like these <laughs> well thank you for writing to us yeah if you want to hit us up I mean we're pretty I'm addicted to the internet yeah. so WG at weed and grub dot com or mm-hmm. at Wheaton Grub on any social media place. Slide it, yeah. Slide into the DMs. Yeah, slide into Mary Jane's I DMs. I like the sliding. I had someone slide in my DMs and ask me for strain racks yesterday, and I had so much fun. I like, I went overboard. I think I actually freaked them out because <laughs> I was like, oh, this and this and this and this, and check out this brand. Did you know about that? And he was like, I'm, I'm good. I was just, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Chill the fuck out. <laughs> I was like, new friend, new friend. Yeah. 
hi, 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 let's smoke some weed together. Um, speaking of, yeah. another really cool thing that happened. Can we catch everybody up? I'd like to make this a part of our news because I'd okay. love to talk about news real quick. But mm-hmm. um, on the news jump off tip, can we talk about Ron Leggett for a second? Yes, please. Okay. So to give a little context, we had an interview maybe a month ago, month and a half ago with Ron Leggett, who was starting chiefing mm-hmm. and his company was ransacked and destroyed by thieves who were using the protests as a cover Mm -hmm. to steal and destroy businesses from legal cannabis businesses yeah Uh, in oakland the magnolia wellness dispensary which was housing chiefing which as a social equity um licensee was destroyed and magnolia wellness i think still hasn't reopened and ron who was just launching chiefing and lost put everything into it and lost everything and he lost everything yeah and so he started a gofundme and we had a great interview with him on the pod and i think um I think our podcast, I'm very proud to say, um, everyone who's listening to this also donated. So thank you for doing that and helping raise all of our boats together. And then he ended up getting like a little extra help too, right? Yeah. So uh, Julie Brooks from La Vida Verde uh, heard about Ron on our podcast and is working with him in a consulting capacity um, to sort of like walk him through some of the compliance issues that like first time cannabis uh, business folks can face and then also la vida verde is working as a distributor for chiefing while ron gets back on his feet man it's so good (laughs) it's amazing yeah so he's got some consulting help and he's got some distribution help and it sounds like his entire community of course is rallying around him and magnolia wellness and debbie goldsbury have been like you know incredible and instrumental in getting him this far and now he's got some new friends to help him along the way so really proud to just know ron and also know julian it's a cool Bit of news. Absolutely. Yeah. So thank you all for like lifting each other up. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's kind of all we can do. Yeah. Um, another really cool bit of news yes. uh, is our Alaska friend from oh when God. we were, uh, well, your Alaska friend who I became friends with at the Alaskan Comedy Festival. Yeah. So Jose is also, I, I used to bartend at this place in uh, New York called Cafe Luxembourg and Jose and I worked together and he was just like a, f- a fucking light in the world always. And then he moved back to Alaska and when we were heading up for the Before You Die Fest, I got in touch and I didn't realize, but he was doing drag in the most amazing fucking performer um, under Josie and a Pussycat <laughs> is his uh, drag persona. And he showed up at our Weed and Grub live show at, um, what was that place called? Coots? Coots. Holy shit. That place was fucking crazy. And he just like tore it up. He did. Josie and a Pussycat, she fucking tore it up and she like death drops and like this whole incredible the place stood on their feet and gave a standing ovation it was amazing it was like well we should call it the show that's the end of the show we're not following that with more of us she like i was in tears and then ali lou who you know we met through uh, jose was in fucking we were all just like crying it was so beautiful and so just recently josie and a pussycat just put out her first video as part of an initiative called quarantine for a cause and the funding went to the anchorage black femme Fems Fund, I believe. Yep. And we can put a link to that in the show notes as well. But um, go check out the video because it's Cardi B, Josiana Pussycat doing so Cardi good. B. And it's so fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Cool, cool, cool. And on the flip of that news, okay. do you want to talk about Jimi Hendrix for our uh, our oh. news this week? Well, that was the news news. That's the Grublet Gazette. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. The news as reported by Weed Week. So there's a Jimi Hendrix legacy case highlighting um, a pot trademark dispute because basically Jimi Hendrix's brother 
sold his name to a weed brand <laughs> and then got sued. Vinnie Hendrix? Yeah. I mean, no, it's uh, Purple Haze, but he licensed his likeness. Like their Purple Haze weed uh-huh. is like they're actually um, pre-rolls in a kind of like a cool looking package and stuff. I remember when I was working at High Times, I saw them and I was like, oh, Jimi Hendrix like pre-rolls is pretty dope. But it turns out that his brother um, didn't have permission. Oh, shit. From the family who have um, Purple Haze Properties LLC. Uh-huh. And so he didn't like properly license it or go through any of the proper steps. And so he got sued and a federal court just ordered him to pay $400,000 in fines and penalties. For using his brother's likeness without permission. Without permission from, I guess, what must be a, probably a family-owned LLC. But the cool thing, or the crazy thing about it, not the cool thing, but the crazy thing about it is that like all of this stuff is sort of popping up as cannabis is in this gray space where it's like not federally legal only state legal trademarks are really hard to obtain. Yeah. It's almost impossible for a cannabis trade or a cannabis brand to trademark itself. And I remember when um, Honeypot, our friend Corey, I had seen this like face cream come online or it was like a, 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 a line of beauty products and they were being sold under the name Honeypot. And I got in touch with Corey and was like, do you know about this brand? And she was like, yeah, I can't trademark my brand. Because it's a cannabis even brand. Even though I've existed for, you know, 15 years at this point so are you saying that we are entering the phase of legalization where trademarking a cannabis brand is more possible than it was before and you can protect yourself no i think that's the problem is it's not very possible and the uspto is not issuing trademarks for weed brands so it's very hard to protect your ip and your fucking brand if you are a cannabis company. So if you're somebody who created Strawberry Cough. Mm-hmm. Kyle Cushman. Yep. Shout out. <laughs> yeah. And you, like, your name is synonymous with it and everybody, like, see, knows that you are the creator. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that you're able to... Trademark it. Trademark not it. Not legally, not federally. Wow. Yeah, it's nuts. That is nuts. Mm-hmm. Because... Uh, I mean, actually, there is there is there's a very cool... So Cannabis Basics, which is a Seattle company run by a wonderful woman named Ah uh, Warner was one of the very first cannabis brands to ever receive the USPTO, like the trademark. And I'm not sure how she did it exactly, but I think it was as a hemp brand. At any rate, I mean, I'll have to do a deeper dive into it and maybe come back to you if anyone wants to hear more about it. But um, it's almost impossible. It's And it's the most important thing to be able to protect yourself. Like <laughs> yeah. open source... Oh man, that's either way, crazy. I mean to protect yourself either way because you could also have your, you know, your name used by a cannabis brand and then, you know, well no, I guess not. If you have your name used by a cannabis brand, clearly you can do something about it. Yeah, you can lose four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, sorry, my brain wasn't working there for a second. That's crazy. Do you know the story about Gallagher and Gallagher Two? No. Where Gallagher's brother started touring around as Gallagher Two. And Wait, Gallagher, the, the guy who does the watermelon smashing? Yeah. That's literally it's, all it's, I know it's a, about him. It's the size of a, kit, of a cat. Oh, it's an owl cat, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know how Gallagher smashes those owl cats? If he, start, if he started smashing cats with a mallet, <laughs> there's a great Monty Python. Have <laughs> you ever so seen, have you seen the Monty Python and now for something completely different? And it's like a, a, a whole case full of, I think they're rats or mice or something and he whacks them with that anyway yeah i do know what you're talking yes, about yes okay um yeah well <laughs> so Gross. gallagher that'd be funny though that's a good robot chicken mm-hmm. idea there were it's like gallagher too and he's just pulling out different animals and oh. fucked up things <laughs> oh <laughs> yes his brother gallagher um yeah but anyway same kind of idea gallagher too started touring as gallagher and using the name and gallagher was like yo what are you doing and 
Um, Were they like you can Google Liam more and that. Noel Gallagher from Oasis? Like those brothers, like at odds, hate each other. Maybe all brothers named Gallagher just hate each other. That's the Gallagher curse. Yeah, great. There's You're like a four Gallagher, of them. and then another boy is born, and he's a Gallagher. You guys are doomed to fucking hate each other forever. Forever thinner. One of you is a dick, and the other one is just like a terrible dick. <laughs> <laughs> a witch walks by you both, touches you on the cheek, and goes Gallagher. <laughs> What a bad movie. Yeah. You'll never sleep again because you ate all the pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Wow. I feel like we've just listed like so many things all over the place. It's okay. It's been a lot. Do you think that people aren't going to enjoy it? No. I mean, I'm enjoying it. I'm just feeling like a little like, I think the full moon energy with the bath and I think it's just time for me to maybe like slow down today. I feel really energized today. I think I've had a lot of coffee. Yeah. I'm just going to breathe. Take a deep breath, yo. Okay. I did. Cool. Yep. What do you want to talk about now? I have a couple things. Let's hear it. Well, I mean, we've been, (laughs) I'm just like triggered by everything right now. Yeah. So when, um, when I see like a post on Instagram Mm -hmm. that everybody is sharing without putting any fucking thought into what they're sharing, Mm -hmm. it drives me nuts because I... I'm struggling with how to be on the right side of justice and change while also not being tricked by people who are trying to capitalize on the idea of justice and change. And it's so fucking frustrating. Yeah. So like we saw this post that was like the idea of dialogue versus debate. And as soon as I saw it, my little fucking spidey senses went up and I was like, "Mm, this smells like bullshit to me. The idea of dialogue versus debate and how to thoughtfully think about the idea of different opinions. Don't engage in dialogue with them instead, right? Yes. And I am somebody who thinks a lot gets done by arguing. Mm-hmm. I, I I love yelling at people if they're yelling at me because then you get it all out. And then you come to a conclusion where you have both said the most vicious, educated, and possibly correct things you can. But at the end of it, there's like a meeting in the middle. It's kind of like the truth is usually somewhere in the middle, right? right? And the idea of like dialogue to me sounds like a snooze fest where everybody's back on their fucking heels, unsure what to say and picking their words carefully. And I'm, I don't, I don't think it's the right way to go. I just don't. I think debating is important. Debating, I think, is super important. It sounds like in both of those situations that you're leading with your feelings, that like you like fighting and you hate being in dialogue. Where, like, if I'm looking at it from sort of like a zoomed out space, I would say that like obviously debate is super fucking important and it has since like the beginning of time in Greek society, it served like an incredibly important, rigorous part of like deciding anything, philosophical anything or laws or whatever. And, but that it's also important to be in dialogue with people, especially people that you care about. You can't just debate them all the time about what they think is right. So both of the ideas of debate and dialogue are important and like, and very different. And one isn't better than the other necessarily. Like, I think there's a time for dialogue and there's a time for debate. And there are some people that I will never fucking debate because I'm never going to win because they're fucking either like too far up their own ass or just too fucking stupid to be able to come around ever. Just a QAnon brainwashed person. Yeah. And then there are some people that I will never have dialogue with because they're toxic and to invite dialogue with someone like that is literally opening a door where they can just like flood you with fucking sewage. Do you? Okay. Wait, that's the same person. No. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, I'm never going to debate you or have dialogue with you if you suck. If you suck. Oh, cool. But no, there are some people that you should, I think like you and I debate 
I think like we have healthy debates yeah. all the time. It's like an it's like a, a stereotypical Italian dinner in a movie mm-hmm. where everyone's talking over each other at the same time and yelling at each other while yeah. and going like ma ma. Like I feel like we have strong debates. Yeah. I yeah. think you and I have both been like, no, you're so fucking wrong, and I'm gonna stand for my viewpoint, and I'm gonna enjoy doing it, and then I'm gonna fucking maybe come around to your side. I don't know. And it feels good. Yeah. On both sides. It's just crazy. It's like. We all need to just be so fucking kind to ourselves and each other right now. And it's so hard. Yeah. Because our instinct is to be mean because we're all terrified. And terrified creatures, human or animal, can't like be sweet and soft and kind. You're like, you're fucking, you're ready to bite or scratch all the time. Right. Right. That's how we all are. We're all just fucking caged, trapped, terrified by our own fucking like. Gnawing your leg off. Yeah. Mm. It's interesting because I, I grew up questioning everything. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I think that's an X-Files term, question everything. Question everything. Is it? The, tru- a, the truth is out there? The truth is out there. Question everything. <laughs> Believe. Achieve, Allison succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, who said question everything? Just do it. Mulder? Was that Mulder? It would have been. M- what, did Mulder turn to Scully and go, just do it? <laughs> that was a Mulder. <laughs> yeah, totally. I remember that. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then he bent down to tie his Nike. <laughs> What weird product placement in X Files? Oh, oh my that's God. really funny. If there was an X Files where they're wearing Nike SB Dunks, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny as hell. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Jillian Anderson is just in her like workout gear. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> just find those aliens. Just should find those mutants who live under beds in the Amish community. <laughs> just do it. Just do it. <laughs> Oh, fuck. That's so funny. Oh, um, uh, yeah, I like that a lot. The, the idea of questioning everything is something I've always done, which is, you know, uh, both good and bad. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to things like dialogue versus debate as a post or the black and white challenge or any of it, like I've I, I question all of it and I've said no to a lot of shit that people DM me and they're like, please do this, please do that. And I'm like, I'm not doing any of that shit. And then I'll look into it. And then if you're patient enough, six hours later, everyone's like, oh, no. And um, did yeah. you ever see Milkshake Duck as like it's the there's a tweet by by Pixelated Boat and it's about Milkshake Duck. Uh-huh. And it might be the most important tweet of all time because it's like. Um, something like we all love milkshake duck and then it's like six hours later we regret to inform you milkshake duck is a racist and it's just like and it's like yes yes yeah yeah that is fucking it it's really hard to trust anything it's 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 very hard to trust anything on the internet but the thing that we can believe in are we can believe in science which exists and we can believe in facts which are true and we can believe in provable things and we can believe in principles. Like those are things that you can believe in. You can believe in things like being kind or uh, wear a mask or wash share your, your pizza or share your fucking pizza. These are things that you can believe in. So it's like because everything is shifting so quickly underneath us all the time with everything that's going, all of the upheaval and the fucking necessary upheaval to change the fucked up system that we're in, that's really necessary. And it's necessary to like stay flexible and and be able to change but there are certain things that we can rely on you know yeah and i need to hang on to those pillars i like that you know you have a very interesting balance of witchy woo and Mm. science too oh witchy woo and science too Mm -hmm. that's a good like there is moon water in the bathtub right now (laughs) i just believe in it but you also have like a you're from a family of scientists i am and i think it's a very cool balance that you strike between the the um, spiritual and rational 
Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. It's smart. It's cool. I, I like. I respect the balance. Thank you. Thanks so much. I mean, yeah, I don't necessarily believe that uh, bathing in moon water is going to do anything, but I also don't not. Why so not why then? Not? Yeah. I like it. I like the way it feels. And I like the sort of like, more than anything, I don't believe that it has like inherent properties, but I love the act, the ritual of filling up a bucket of water and putting it out under the full moon to absorb the energy and light of the moon, knowing that the next morning I'm going to get up and the first thing that I'm going to do is bathe in moon water. Just the idea of that is great. Whether or not it does anything, doesn't matter. If I believe it does something, then maybe it does. And if I don't, it's still a nice thing to do for yourself. So why not? That's beautiful. <laughs> That's fucking beautiful. Because in my sick, broken brain, my first thought was like, oh, I bet we could bottle that and like sell Dasani, <laughs> Dasani moon water. <laughs> is that something Ice Crystal Geyser can do? Is like sure. sell little moon water vials? Where There's someone out there selling moon water. Everything gets monetized at some point. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, someone's out there selling moon water just like they fucking, you know. They've monetized selling, yeah, like crystals. It's crazy. I mean, the crystals market in LA. It's out of control. It's out of control. Whereas like Walt just went to um, Eastern Washington and like found beautiful pieces of petrified wood and geodes and brought them back as, you know, treasures that he found in the desert. And you immediately look at it and you're like, oh, that would cost like. $40. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> you can monetize everything if you want to, but yeah. Moon water. Cool. TM. I, oh, oh, wow. So we can't Mary trademark, Jane's moon water. We can't trademark cannabis, but Mary Jane's trademarking moon water. Sure. God I'll put damn. it in a vial and mail it to you if you want. Send okay. me five bucks. My Venmo is my name. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Speaking of which, it's kind of moonrise right now. You want to go for a walk on the beach and fire up that Da, da Vinci? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Soon? Yeah. No, I want to do it right now. I was just thinking... How comfortable would you feel if you turned the oven on now so that it was preheated when we got back from the beach? Would you ever have the guts to do something like that? I think that's like leaving your dog with a stranger, you know? I hear you. Like, okay. (laughs) I don't own this house. (laughs) (laughs) I might be willing to do that if I owned this house, but, okay, you know. I got it. Yep. Word. Okay. (laughs) Let's go then. Um, Our buds of the week? I think it should be the people who wrote us. Awesome. I think it should be Mads and the person who, um, Butternut squash tart friend. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Let's do it. Those are our buds of the week then. All right. Well Um, then y'all, I hope, um, I hope you fill a bucket with moon water and splash your goddamn faces. You deserve it. Yeah. Next, next full moon is, uh, early September. This full moon was the blueberry moon. I think that one's the harvest moon. Oh, I'm not sure. I don't fucking know. I don't know anything about it. Cool. (laughs) Great. Great. What a great way to end. Awesome. (laughs) It's so many facts followed by like, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. I don't don't fucking know anything. Um, Slide into our DMs at Weed and Grub on Instagram. Email us at WG at Weed and Grub dot com. And I want to say thank you. We hit 155 star reviews. So um, just thanks so much. I think that's so fucking cool. And if you want to add one yourself, it's on iTunes. Click that fifth star. And it really does. It helps us not only with our sponsors and our partners and our listenership, but it's like placement and the analytics. It's a big deal. So thank you for getting us to 150 five-star reviews. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. See y'all soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.